You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Private space, personal hell. Private space, personal hell. You you uh, you exist within the context. That's exactly, that's exactly right. I'm a coconut tree. You're, uh, in the co- you're in the coconut tree. You're falling out of the coconut tree. So tell me what happened. Have people directed their their ire towards our vice president now? Is is the is the tide turning? Is that what these memes are trying to tell me? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, maybe we're coming. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how much you've seen on your on the on the road there and your little uh, your little European vacation Clark Griswold adventure there, but uh, it. Uh, Joe Biden had a pretty rough week, man. I I, I, he, I, I don't I don't want to make fun of him. He was declared incompetent. I, I feel bad for him, man. I like feel pity for him. He shouldn't be in this position. No, I agree, uh, and I don't even think it's necessarily the type of gross Pelosiism, like hold on to power for as long as humanly possible until they put you in the fucking ground. I don't even think it's that. <clears throat> I, th- I think he's at this point he is either afraid to let somebody else do it because he doesn't trust them to do it or he's being exploited. I, th- I kind of, I, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of defer to the latter. Uh, but maybe not. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's all very strange, but do you think, do you think this means uh, the, the Kamala Dawn is upon us? Yeah. I mean, I think that she is, if they find a way to engineer Trump out of this thing, uh, or people's uh, resentment towards Trump or fear of Trump or whatever it is, is so intense that they will put like a walking bad situation, just like a dude who can't remember within five years the the dates of his vice presidency, which yeah. don't get me wrong. I forget all sorts of shit. It feels like you'd remember that one. You know what I mean? Like even if you were in public service service your entire life, you'd probably remember roughly the 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 era that you were vice president, which apparently under questioning he he failed to do. Um, so because you only did you did you only see him speaking gibberish, or did you hear about the uh, uh, the 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 classified documents thing? So the classified documents thing is interesting because it seems like only the Ben Shapiro types are talking about it. Uh, I don't know what to make of it exactly. Uh, I guess they, de- I, I don't want to, I don't want to transmit uh, misinformation about something I don't know about. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than hey <sighs> well that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble 
with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Uh, give me give me the details if you if you're knowledgeable on it. Okay, so he had uh, classified documents at his home, same as Trump. wasn't as big a deal because people aren't scared of Joe Biden. Uh, well, I guess well, didn't Joe, Joe Biden gave him back, whereas Trump tried to hang on to him? Yeah, Trump made up excuses for why they hadn't been handed back and all that bullshit. It wasn't like Trump like had an armed standoff with the ATF. You know what I mean? Uh, he yeah. just he was just being Trump. Not yet, so, anyway. Right. So they. Uh, what if the Trump situation just ends like Ruby Ridge? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> You know how I, you know how I keep saying, "Here's what they think about you." Uh huh. Like the the fact that we're going to have a, a mentally incompetent person on on as the one option, uh, with an understudy who seemingly cannot read and write and is strung out on pills, versus a dude that, if you listen to the narrative would uh, declare himself God emperor of Arrakis and, <laughs> and fucking just rule over all of humanity apparently as a thousand year Reich, because they really think that this man is going to not just dismantle dis- democracy, but also uh, live eternal. So th- those are your options. So here's what, I, here's what I would say. I would say uh, 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 those, those parties uh, here's, here's what they think about you. Uh, this is what they think about the average American. These are viable, (laughs) you know, and we're not proving them wrong. Well, that is an interesting point. I mean, when I hear people say that, I mean, like if Trump were to, in some way, uh, enshrine himself as God emperor, how much longer do we really think the guy has? That's what I'm saying. What what, what is the big fear? The big fear (laughs) is, uh, he's going to make it to 80 you know what i mean like i I, this 275 pounds uh 76 year old is gonna make it that far it's uh, i don't know what would be a remarkable outcome is if they both die before the uh election that would be interesting let's let's in our in our mercy killing for joe biden and sort of you know like wild dog sort of approach for uh trump let's Let's uh let's kind of hope for that outcome because that would be totally fascinating. Yeah. Okay. So uh, actually, there's there's a way that we can that we can uh okay. So if you ask Chat GPT, right? Future future God. <laughs> what, Emperor, what, what are the odds? Future God Emperor uh, Chat GPT when it becomes sentient in the year twenty twenty seven. Two candidates ages 81 and 77 are campaigning to become president of the United States. Given the average life expectancy of of men in the United States, what are the odds of these men? Uh, what are what are the odds one of these men dies before the next term is over? Chat GPT combined probability of death 41.8 percent. I'm actually surprised it's that low. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I would have said I would have said at least, but that's basically a coin toss. Yeah, uh, definitely something that you want to uh, hinge the future of uh, a nation on. Uh, <clears throat> so the engine, the engine uh, of the world, no less. Re- regarding the uh, uh, classified documents, so 
because they have to, they were doing a preliminary investigation. Uh, is there any, is there any sort of legal thing that's going to have to happen here? <clears throat> and in that they questioned Joe Biden or, or I don't know if they use the word question, but uh, they, they interviewed Joe Biden regarding these uh, documents, et cetera. And in this uh, appraisal of uh, what the court should do moving forward, or, or rather the probably department of justice, whatever it was, it includes words like uh, sympathetic old man that some may see as doddering. You know what I mean? Like really language that you do not want for your president. And then more revealing, they say things like uh, was unable to remember the, it, they, oh, they kept saying he's a forgetful old man. There's no intent here. Right. Like, because there almost certainly wasn't, but they say he's a forget, forgetful old man. They, uh, that he, he forgot the, uh, death, his son's death. What, what years his, like within five years of his son's death and within five years, he could not remember, uh, his vice presidency of the United States. Like he could remember that he was vice president. He could not tell you the years now that's, that's not really very good. (laughs) And the only way that I see that as being a win is if he's doing like a Kaiser so say like pretending to be uh, feeble and senile and actually he, he breaks into a, you know, uh, Christopher Walken and weapon of choice music video dance when he, when he enters the white house and then he, he, you know, plays electronic chess for three hours and yeah. he's actually just sharp as shit. But I really don't think that's the case. That's that, that happens when they, uh, uh, prick them with the, uh, with the, uh, vitamin B12. It acts like meth. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> right. When they give them, when they give them the, the Hitler uppers. Yeah. Could you imagine, could you imagine if like behind close, like it was just a, a gamut. It was just a masterful gamut where he's, uh, or is it a gambit? I don't know. I, uh, gambit. If it was a gambit and like he goes out there and he's like, yeah, man, I was, uh, I was president back in the eighties, back when, uh, Back when the crack epidemic was hitting the streets, me and uh, me and uh, corn pop, me and corn pop and cracker jack go out there and uh, we'll clean it up. No, imagine, and then like cameras turn off, curtains draw, and he goes, "They're not going to get me. They're not going to get me on this." <laughs> yeah, what if he said? Well, he just he sticks his tongue out like back and forth, back and forth like a lizard, and goes, <laughs> <laughs> he "Those goes, fools, he, distract them he's further." Fucking- these fucking idiots. I've I've been taking them for a ride for my 70 years of public service. <laughs> Send Tucker to Russia. Uh, well, you're going to have to inform me on that one. I have not a clue what's going well, on with our man Tuck. Uh, I, I, I don't, I, this is not, I don't understand why this is even, I guess a lot of legacy media types were uh, aghast at the notion that Tucker would interview a dictator like Vladimir Putin, even though journalism has been doing that forever and ever and ever and ever. Even uh, though it would seem it would seem kind of essential to journalism, really. Yeah, you would think it, it, a foreign adversary would be good to know uh, perhaps what's on their mind or what they're thinking or how they uh, would respond to when prompted with certain questions. I guess people uh, were concerned that perhaps. Tucker would glad hand him or give him so throw him some softballs. I mean, either way, isn't that not yeah, I was something gonna say, who, 
Yeah. Who gives a shit? Don't don't watch it. Yeah, either don't watch it or take it for what it is. You know, like I, I mean, if even if it is, even if he blows him on camera, uh, I would still think that's that's pertinent uh, in some way. Um, maybe for different reasons, but, uh, yeah, no, they were, I, you know, I mean, uh, the, the, the bit of optimism I have these days is that I do think that people are starting to kind of, at least what I see, and maybe it's just my algorithm. Perhaps if you are still stuck in the year 2020, uh, your algorithm is different than mine, but I do see people kind of, I see a lot more people acknowledging things for what they, they are like the, the bullshit that they see. And it's just like, like there are the aghast types and they are coming from legacy journalism. And it seems like most people understand that, uh, what, what Tucker did is typically what journalists do, you know? And if there's some 3d 4d chess motivation from Putin, then once again, I mean, that's, I, I suppose that's possible, but just take it for what it is, you know, don't, like I, I guess what they want is someone from some legacy media outlet going there and just like browbeating Putin, you know. And like, if that happens, like once again, like sure, I would take that for what it is. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. But like the idea that you're not supposed to do that, you're not supposed to interview uh, journalists, like, or not supposed to interview. Uh, dictators or bad people whatever whatever i don't know when that became a thing like i why like okay this is, we're only supposed to interview people that we like or what what is the idea here is it i think it's really just stems around the fact that tucker is no longer representative of some larger media i mean i guess is he exclusive to twitter now to x uh, I don't know if you sign. I don't know if you sign a contract or I, I listen. I got no idea. It's <clears throat> he's a half a lunatic. I just don't understand why it's verboten to to do th to do the thing that I I literally thought you were supposed to do. And furthermore, why is it if he go, as you said if he goes there and he just sucks him off? What exactly does that have to do with any of us? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's just don't, don't, don't watch it. Just don't, I didn't watch it. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't understand. What is the harm here? Is is the fear that uh, people are going to look up from their callous removal videos on YouTube, watch Tucker Carlson interview a, like a, a known murderer, kleptocrat lunatic and, and go, I don't know. He's got some good points. <laughs> is that the fear? Uh, I suppose, I mean, I think honestly, I, I, well, I think the, f I think it is legacy media protecting what's theirs, right? It's their job to do things like that. And the fact that Tucker, who's now in, as far as I understand, an independent actor, or perhaps he is exclusive to X, which is a tech, a tech platform and not a media platform. I think it's just about we need to tell people that it is uh, unethical to get what we do from other places, right? Like you have to come to us for that so we can get the advertiser money from you watching us, not Tucker. Don't watch Tucker. Don't go on Twitter. Don't get, it's illegitimate to get any form of journalism from anywhere else except us. Uh, 
and you're a bad person if you do that. And Tucker is obviously uh, – he is a stooge for Putin who will glad hand him and give him an easy interview. For apparently what I gathered – I didn't watch it either, but from what I've gathered, it was uh, – I guess Putin just like gave him like a fucking Russian history lesson, uh, which honestly sounds kind of interesting. I don't know a lot about Russia pre the Bolsheviks. No, I, I'll tell you. It's, so Tucker has such a stupid – look to his face like it's always like contorted yeah. into this confusion right <clears throat> so i think people assume that he's stupid and he's just not you know like it, it's it's either an act or it's part of a thing that he's doing it it's really i saw hillary clinton call him a useful idiot and i i understand that that that's a term i don't know if she's actually calling him an idiot or not but um it's i think that that is like the dumbest read of a self-serving guy. Like so, so he didn't interview the bad guy the way that you want him to interview the bad guy. Um, I don't understand how you can look at him and think that he is working against you, Hillary Clinton or even that he holds any of these values to, to uh, like through his life. It's, it's just such an odd lens to try to look at this obvious carnival barker and, and say, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm disappointed with uh, the, the way that he conducts himself. It's like, what, what, what is this insanity? But like, I'm sorry, I'm, <clears throat> I've just driven 17 hours and, I'm staring out the window, just uh, getting uh, you get in your space. You know what I mean? Like a little sure. like weird. You get depressed. I don't get. I don't get depressed. I just get um, kind of like uh, galaxy brain in a bad way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where where I'm just thinking like in very uh, I guess I don't know uh, esoteric uh, uh, terms about um, like the, the like the concepts like I don't know why am I relying on Tucker to be the voice of America? Well, why? I, I don't I, like, is that in his job description? Is it because he's the one who managed to get that interview? That, so he has to be what Hillary Clinton wants him to be. He has to be what MSNBC yeah. wants him to be. Like, it's just an absurd notion. Sorry. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm hammering like a, a very obvious topic, but it's just like, I, you know, when you have enough, brain time to yourself that you, you, you start wondering about like the nature of bananas or whatever. And you just like, <laughs> you, you, it, it, it's like very fundamental things come into question. It's probably like, uh, like, uh, smoking weed and, and watching chimp videos or whatever, but like staring out the window, like you just start to think like, I don't know. I don't know. Tucker. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I don't know. <laughs> he never, he never promised me anything. <laughs> You know, that's true. We don't have a that's contract true. with each other. No. I don't know what what people want. So, so if I'm gonna if I'm gonna in some way defend Hillary's position or the legacy media or the libbed out person, I suppose the concern is because I think it would be fair to acknowledge there's a fair appetite in the United States that uh, for hey, why are we giving all this money to Ukraine when we have some pretty severe issues? In our own country, how about investing some of those billions into 
whether it's helping homelessness or helping the, or fixing the border, et cetera, et cetera, whatever it might be, healthcare, education, loan forgiveness, whatever it is. There's, I would say that there is a healthy uh, bipartisan uh, concern and desire for perhaps either auditing the money or reallocating it. Our business is not with the Ukrainians necessarily. Um, and I believe in the interview, uh, Putin said something along the lines of, uh, you want this war to end, stop giving money to Ukraine and we'll start talking, we're, we'll start talking about ending it, but you keep giving them money for war, which fuels it. So I suppose the concern is right. And, and, and like if, if, if in the United States, like whether it's, you want to call it the establishment or whether you want to call it the military industrial complex, if the, if their motivation is to sell arms, uh, under the moralistic guise of helping the Ukrainians, um, that I would, that's probably, I think that's a fair way to characterize their motivation. But I think it is also fair to say the people of Ukraine, uh, I would, I would venture to guess by and large do not, would rather remain an independent state in whatever way, uh, than live under Russian rule because Russia seems like a nightmare. Um, so I think it's, I think the concern is if we create a larger appetite for ending that war, it may fuck over the people of Ukraine and that would be harmful to the Western sort of idea of uh, world hegemony and it would also be harmful to the Ukrainians. Um, I mean, two, two things can be true. It can be true that we are uh, war profiteers that are using the Ukrainians as a proxy against uh, like a new incarnation of an old, of a, a old enemy, but it can also be true that, I don't know. Um, it seems like the Ukrainians are willing to give their lives for this particular thing that they care about. Uh, there, there are allies also nominally democratic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. th these are, these are real things. It, it, it's, it's really unfortunate to me. I was thinking about, sorry, this is going to be a, a really bizarre aside. I watched a, a video today on YouTube about the second arrested development album. Okay. Is, that's an, that's a, that's an interest. I did not think you were going to go there, but let's go. Uh, Zinga. It's like Zinadama Dumi or something. Is that with um, Mr. Wendell or, uh, no, no this is Tennessee? post Wendell. This Tennessee, is post Wendell. So, so it was about how they were a massive, uh, like critical darling radio thing, uh, beat all the rappers that we now consider, uh, super important, beat them all at the Grammys, uh, and, uh, then released a second record and nobody cared. And it Rick. sunk to the bottom, sunk to the bottom of the ocean and whatever. So that's what it was about, but it, it was, uh, I, I thought the comments on the video were super disheartening because one of the songs on that second record is, is about uh, the the main dude's girlfriend getting an abortion and how he was uh, super bummed because he thought he should have a say in that. And it bummed me out so much seeing these like ex explicitly partisan responses to an attacky piece of art, obviously, but uh, like it is still art and people becoming political about the idea that like 
he's doing something wrong by expressing an opinion that he would have liked some say in what for the majority of Americans is still a very sticky and complex uh, ethical issue. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I just thought that I thought it was like so disheartening to see that people have like these built-in responses to just the word abortion, you know, like, yeah. it, like you can't, you, you, there's not a discussion because people just have these little switches that go on and, and they perform their little ritual ritual discussion on it. That's not a discussion. It's just talking points. Anyway, that's how I feel about uh, the anti-war set in the, in the U S right now, uh, which I normally consider myself part of. However, I think they're being so fucking dishonest about the Ukraine thing, which is they're saying over and over again, Ukraine be realistic, give up land. And it's just impossible to put that on a stranger. Yeah. It's impossible. It's, it's the same discussion with Israel. Like it, it is impossible to say to somebody in a circumstance that we can't understand, hey, not only are you not allowed to, to do the thing you're doing, you're not allowed to feel the, the things that led you to, to, to express it that way. You're not allowed to, to, uh, or if you, or, or if you do feel, uh, exploited, if you do feel pimped by Russia, if you do feel like, uh, it, it's a power, uh, it's a power play to just kind of like remind you that they've got a thumb in your ass at all times. And you don't like that. Well, you're not allowed to express that in, in any way you have to, you have to constantly spread your ass cheeks for this balding judo master. You know what I mean? And I just, I, I get very, uh, like, I, I guess if, if we went through, if politicians and, and uh, policymakers went, went through this world thinking like I do, nothing would get done because I'm sitting here going, wow, this is a really complex issue where, where uh, you can understand the motivations of every person involved, pretty much talking about Israel, for example, Israel, Palestine. Uh, and that shit just doesn't go right. Like that doesn't fly. You have to have a talking point that is digestible in 10 seconds, tailored to the dumbest people that you could like rally up to, to your cause. And it's just, I don't know. I, again, this is more staring out the, the van window for 17 hours sort of thought, but it, it is uh, just very uh, discouraging uh, broadly to that, that we just have words, right? Like just words, just, just these little words. <laughs> and once, yeah. you, once, once you say them, people just launch into their, their spiel, you know, like, like uh, it's very, it's very Skyrim, very, very Skyrim. <laughs> I've been playing Skyrim. It's awesome. Uh, well, you know, I mean, they're words that represent how they feel about a thing. And it's, I, I, I wouldn't say it's, I mean, I guess expecting people to be well-rounded in their thought is asking too much these days. Cause yeah, I mean, every time I feel the need to express an opinion, most of the time, you know, which I kind of reserve mostly for this podcast, but it's like, I don't know, man, like I have things I really believe in my heart, but I can think of counter arguments to them, you know? And so it's not to say that that should necessarily hold you back from expressing yourself or being passionate about something or, uh, you know, being passionate about what your idea of, of right and wrong is. 
but it is just to say that like yeah I, I you know especially when it comes to the lives of other people it's like i have no doubt that the that the average i mean i'm sure there's probably a certain amount of ukrainians that are uh that are loyal to to russia in whatever way or maybe they're russian sure ukrainians is, yeah. and yeah and and i'm sure that maybe perhaps they'd welcome being a part of russia again but i would think the 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 for the most part the common man uh wants as much freedom as possible and this is what like when it comes down to it and i guess what you know i think an idea among the left is that like um and and even you know some of the maga the right this idea of like isolationism or not you know involving ourselves in the affairs of other nations and there's certainly a strong and good argument for that but i think in the macro sense there is a competition uh but for world hegemony and it's between the western world united states and europe and between uh you know china and russia and and i think uh, while i yeah there's certainly a part of me that says you know like our shit's pretty fucked up here at home maybe some of that money could be used here i i think largely the world in if they were being honest with themselves would rather live under a western uh hegemony than under a chinese one or a russian sure. one and that's why it's important to to kind of engage in the stuff and yeah you know i mean it 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 is what it is i mean i suppose the fear is that like maybe taiwan gets wrapped up in this and now what what's our what's our deal here like funding three proxy wars i mean that is certainly just going to you know it's just draining the united states at a certain point and once there's three hot fronts of war i mean what do we call that you, you call that world war 3 you know and then what does it take for us to involve ourselves in other pearl Listen, harbor type thing it's we dance on the edge of a knife they're not fixing the potholes regardless. Fucking give it, give it to give the money to Taiwan. I, I don't. Yeah, I, su- I suppose. Yeah. Give, give the money, give the bombs to Ukraine so they can still watch the Simpsons uh, uh, rather yes. than that money. Just, I guess, go into uh, some Republicans pocket once they defund, defund these places. Um, but yeah, I mean, going back to the, you know, Hillary, you know, being mad at Tucker thing. I, yeah, I, I have nothing in me to be mad. I, I, I don't care. Like, like I said, take this interview for what it is. Uh, but I guess the concern is feeding an appetite for, uh, that could, uh, potentially, uh, benefit something like a Russian, uh, victory or, a, or some kind of, you know, I mean, it's, it's very neoliberal kind of thinking, but it is. Yeah, and I think you said it correctly in that, like, you're not getting the money either way. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, honestly, like, I, I'm that dude that t- really thinks that we should stay out of everybody's business to a large degree. But at the same time, I don't know if my if, if uh, like an old coworker came to me and said, hey, uh, my husband's beating me. Yeah. I I don't know that I would be able to say, ah, that's crazy, bitch. Um <laughs> That's wow. Wow. Um, yeah, that's listen, that's nuts. That's nuts. You should, um, you should see what the, what what the Hague has to say about it. You know what Mm. I mean? Like, I just don't know if I could do that. So I understand the instinct to help. And then I also understand that there's individual instincts within those good intentions. Like, you know, like let's say that, uh, there's somebody who in the, in their whole heart, they feel, uh, this is a small 
corrupt but democratic nation that is uh, uh, going to be stomped on all over uh, all over without the aid of a superpower. Uh, I understand that for every one of those, there's 35 dudes uh, at Halliburton that are, that are like rubbing their cocks together and yeah. just celebrate celebrating in like a, a dark kind of um, you know s- Satan. Uh, you know, like a, like a Bacchanal from, from uh, Nero's time. You, you know, I, I understand yeah. that. I, I, I get it. Like they're putting, you know, they're, they're sowing uh, Christians into large pigs and then allowing bears to eat them or something. I, I, I get it. But I, I also think that, uh, I don't know, you know, if, if, if somebody on the street said, please help me. I'm going to be killed (laughs) as much as you and I are advocates for, Hey, mind your business, just keep it moving. I still think I'd have to be like, damn, I guess I'm in it now. Huh? (laughs) I mean, mean, yeah, that's why I say, let the, let them over the fucking border. Like when you're at the border and there's a, you know, there, there's a family of, of, uh, you know, five-year-olds and a, and a weathered mother, and a, and a dad who's at the end of his rope and it's like, nope, turn around. It's like, okay, they're going to die. You, you, you get that? You got to let them over. What can you do? You have to. I, I, I So tomorrow I'm going to walk along whatever remains of the Berlin Wall. Uh, and I always have the same fucking experience. I, I just wrote about it in the, in the van because I know what's going to happen. I'm going to walk along the shit and then I'm going to go, uh, Damn, that's what what a cruel. It's you know this is obvious, but like but uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, structures like like the state can just be so indifferent to the point of cruelty. Cruelty, right? Everybody understands that, but then there's just these things that are so indifferent that they defy they defy the idea that they could be anything but cruel, right? Like, like the idea that they wouldn't have some type of consideration for human life. It means that, Hey, maybe if you weren't intentionally trying to harm people, you're, I guess this in a legal way, this would be uh, like gross negligence. <laughs> you know what I mean? This would be like, wow, your, your gross negligence for human life was really astounding and upsetting. And you know, that that's obviously what you feel when you look at the Berlin wall and you go, Wow. Uh, separating uh, families and separating uh, separating families is an evil thing. You, and, and literally everybody on earth can say that to themselves, but they don't, a lot of people don't follow the next logical thought that's, that comes from that same uh, uh, line of thinking, which is, oh damn, separating, separating a man from his uh, most real, most fully realized life is wrong. Yeah. A- and then, uh, because if you thought that you would then have to think about how you, your commitment to your lifestyle in regards to maintaining a, a proper border uh, is really just a, a, a arbitrary, cruel thing <laughs> that if you thought about it with your heart, you couldn't allow, you know what I mean? Or you couldn't mm. support. But so, but hang but hang on, Patrick. What what if I disagree with this person's lifestyle? Well, then the, everything's on the table. Then right. Then then to the to the cattle cars they go. 
Exactly. Now, can I bring up a, a, a point of comparison here that's a little less dorm room? Sure. Um, have you ever watched any of those, like, uh, like the, uh, the toe guy or whatever, um, the toe bro? Um, he's the fellow on YouTube that he's the fellow on YouTube that removes giant planter warts from people's <sighs> feet and stuff. Oh no, no, that sounds just awful. Yeah, it's not as bad as you'd think. The toenail ones are really disturbing. Uh, but, uh, so the reason I bring it up is because there's a number of the people that end up on these who have been limping for months, maybe even a year, because they have uh, warts on their feet that are so deep and so severe that there's no comfort. You can't, there's no, like you have to, you start walking a little funny and then you find yourself kind of basically only putting weight on certain parts of your foot and walking very, very freakishly basically. And then you ever have a planner's work? I have. Yeah. Oh, Uh, it's like, it feels like, it feels like little pebbles being forced through from the inside of your toe. It's terrible, but it's also, also fascinating when you realize, Oh, Hey, I can just remove this. I can cut this off my body and it harms me. Not at all. Uh, Kinda. uh, Listen, I, 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 I took it. I took it off my body. Um, you, like with a, so, you cut it off. Do you need some kind of cream for that? I think. No, no, no. Check it out. I learned this from the toe, bro. Go on. Uh, it, it, so those warts actually only inhabit the the top layer of skin. They just happen to make the top layer of skin ultra thick. So, uh, you can remove them without doing any lasting damage to your foot. Uh. Because you are, if you do it correctly, you are going no deeper than that first layer. Uh, now, okay. granted, you should you should pay a professional to do this. But if you were like me, I was probably in high school or something, maybe early twenties. Um, you know, you 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 think that it's more fun to handle that stuff on your own. Uh, but uh, at, at any rate, here's the point that I'm driving at. These people they have these giant planter warts. Like they consume the space of like three toes worth of flesh, right? Like worth of real estate on your skin. And uh, just asking you, do you think that that you could allow uh, something like that to go on for that long? Can I ignore a problem for that long till it gets to that degree? Yeah. Could you ignore something so that you, you were limping to work? Um, I've been ignoring my gallbladder for a while. Uh, it's like the, it's like the boiling frog, right? It's like the, you know, like only until my pancreas becomes inflamed, am I going to do something about it? Um, All right, cause I, I appreciate your honesty. Cause the point of comparison I was going to make is that people who, uh, are able to live with cracked iPhone screens are the planter wart <laughs> human. That's, that's the human planter wart. Oh, I see. I see. Is this, I like when this comes out because I know that it just, it stems from you in the van looking around at your bandmates and just, and like resenting the way they live. Yeah. Who in the, who has a broken phone screen? Is it Corey? No, Alex, uh, our sound guy has a, he claims it's just a broken screen protector or one that he picks at, but it looks hideous. (laughs) Ah, well, that doesn't cause okay. So, so the planter wart that is the size of the ball of your foot—that is, yeah, that is causing you pain 
from the moment you wake up till the moment you uh, are no longer standing on your foot. Uh, the cracked iPhone screen, while it's not, it's not literally sending pain signals to your brain, but maybe it is every time you look at it, perhaps you, you mentally are suffering. Yes. I mean, I think that stuff wears that it's, that's a, a, a broken window theory right there. You know I mean? Yeah. Call, call Rudy Giuliani to clean the shit up. <laughs> well, maybe, uh, I don't know. You'd uh, run for cover records should uh, to finance Alex's new phone. Uh, uh, pure noise. Pure for noise. Sorry. Uh, well, I mean, I'm, he'll take the money from whoever I, I'm sure, but uh, it, it is. Uh, it's just a, to me, you know, poor. I guess that's just poverty brain, right? Mm. Is it better to spend? Okay, let me ask you this question. Who is somebody in your life that is thrifty? Oh, I mean, well, thrifty meaning like cheap. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be cheap. Sounds negative. You could go either way on thrifty because there's you hear about these uh, like Chinese immigrants that uh, you know they live in the back of the Chinese restaurant and. Uh, the kids wear uh, clothes that are all purchased at the Salvation Army one time and are just like elongated year after year. And it's just these incredible lengths to save what feels like such nominal amounts of money. But then they're able to send their kid uh, to Harvard on on like an immigrant's life. You know, like you y- you look at people like that and you can say, OK, well, that's that's thrift and there's a payoff. Right. And it's, I, I get it, but then there's, then you could also say there's thrift that is just kind of a neuroses of some type where it doesn't really benefit anybody. And it just diminishes the quality of your life. <laughs> it yeah, just sucks. Yeah. Like, so I'm not putting a judgment cause it could go either way, but do, do, do you have somebody in your life that's thrifty? Um, I have a, a family member. Yeah. Yeah. Would would he or she walk around with a broken phone screen? No, probably not. Actually, that's what I'm saying. Like it takes that, a that, lot. Yeah, that would probably that's that would probably be where they they draw the line. Yeah, they'd go. They would. It would pain them to spend the money, but I don't think they would live with the cracked phone screen. No, they would go and buy a new one. Have I told you this about my father? Did I? Did I tell you about the the sock the other day? <laughs> I don't think I've heard about the sock. All right, so my my father's feet are a revolting horror show. Um, yeah, because because he's, he keeps losing toes, big chunks of his feet. It's just I I, I truly he. It's very rare that he takes his sock off, but if he does, I immediately vomit, and I I, I cannot handle it. Like there's something about being it's like a subtractive element to digits that I just find. I I would hope most people are in my camp just find it very upsetting. Right? But you find you find the the planner's warts thrilling. Yeah, I do not mind those at all. Okay. But right. the the uh but as I said the toenails are quite quite upset. But uh at any rate he 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 is just talking to me the other day and he puts his he, he folds or what do you call it? he he crosses his legs but you know not like um not like an, a, a a guy who wears skinny jeans but like you know, like you rest one leg on, you rest your ankle of one leg on the knee of the other leg, right? Like, 
like a grown man crossing his legs. Does that track for you? You can picture yeah, yeah. that in your head. And in his sock, in the uh, ankle of his sock, there's there's a, a, a like a lump, you know. And I said, "What is this? Is there something else wrong with your feet now?" And he goes, and he pulls out five hundred dollars. And I said, "Okay." you're at home. He goes, I, he goes, I always, I always have 500 in my sock. I said, you always have 500. And in, in now I don't mean to, uh, he would be very mad if I painted him as, as broke, but uh, you know, my parents had four kids. They, they, they uh, invested everything into their kids. They're not wealthy people by any means. I just can't express to you how strange it is to never, not just to never leave the house without $500, but to never, to never leave your living room without $500. He has $500 in his sock at all times. Like, can you think about that for a second. Can you conceive of that right now? Is he, is there any sign that he might be mentally, mentally slipping? Uh, he's, I mean, he's doing better than Joe Biden for sure. He's getting a little, a tiny, tiny bit slower than, than he was. Yeah. And you can notice it if you're around him all the time, but he, he's very aware of it. Like he'll catch himself and go, isn't that, isn't that a shame? I can't remember that word. And and so there's like a self-awareness to it where it's not, you know, and it's, uh, it's altogether more tolerable than our president. I will say that. Not not to not to harp on it or to bring it up again, and we can go back to planners' warts. But I see a tweet from someone that says, "One of the best ways to decide between two old guys is to pick the one who isn't a complete piece of shit." Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. What about when the lesser of the piece of shit is? What about when the guy who's not the piece of shit is clearly de- like showing signs of dementia? I mean, also. It's to me. This is such a fucking. It's such a canard, right? It's like such a like a like a little, like tiny little distracting lie, to 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 say, oh, Trump is obviously the worst dude. And it's like, listen, I straight up, I like Joe Biden because he reminds me of the fucking Irish Catholics that I have in my actual life. I like him, but that doesn't mean that he's a good dude. You understand? Like, it's such a bizarre idea that. A, a life lifelong. I, I, I mean, I mean that yeah. <laughs> that, that a that a lifelong corporate politician, yeah, is somehow now our idea of a noble force. Yeah. is so crazy. It's like yo, Trump actually gets. Oh, what Trump do? Uh, his his personal life's a disaster. He doesn't pay his bills, like. I don't know. He didn't defraud the, he didn't defraud the people that voted for him for fucking 55 years. Like So, so you know, did he vote for any wars? No, he, he, he never served in office because he didn't give a fuck about other human beings. So like he, I just don't understand how many, how many, uh, like, like they'll, they'll say things like, uh, what about the central park five? Trump was such a piece of shit about that. And it's like, I don't know. What about, Joe Biden has an actual voting history in his capacity as a lawmaker that you can refer to and say, yeah. Hey, this shit ain't right. 
So I, I think it's so crazy when we're, we're just so keen to paint one old man as, as a, a, male, a malignant, malevolent force. And the other one as, as some type of, uh, you know, Gandalf uh, who just happens to be in decline. And it's like, listen, I like Joe Biden because he reminds me of other real life human beings. And when I, I, I say that advisedly, because what I mean is, He's human. He does a lot of bad shit. There's nobody in my family who who doesn't have some type of major personality defect. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. the idea that this, the idea that this guy just stole from the American people, uh, uh, you know, probably voted for uh, law enforcement policies that that uh, I would never approve of. Uh, probably, uh, let's see, I'd have to check his. Uh, I mean, it's a given he vote, voted for foreign wars, but uh, the. The idea that like, I'm not kicking that dude out of heaven. That's fine. We, th- th- there's good and bad to be said for everybody. Eric walks around with a cracked fucking phone screen, but it, it's, it's just, he's not a good dude. Not, not like a, gr- Oh, that's a great man. You know, <laughs> like it's fucking no, crazy well, to do. Yeah. That. As you said, any, any fucking sitting politician who's been served for half a century, you can find some piece of legislation that, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I, 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 what I really just resent about it is that we're trapped in the in the binary. I like, you can vote for anyone. You don't have to vote for either of these guys. Vote for fucking Marion Williamson or RFK. Like, come uh, no, on. Uh, no, ma- they pressured uh, Marianne out the other day. She's out. She's out. Yep. They've, they've, yeah, they've pressured out. They've muscled out everybody, even though really, I think there's one dude that I think the dude, Dean Phillips or something. What's his name? Dean Phillips. That guy. I know that's it. That's it. That's it. Dean. I knew his name was Dean. Um, That fella might still be in because he's running the same gambit that, uh, that uh, Nikki Haley is, which is just, I'm going to hang in here because this is fucking wild. This yeah. dude could go at any time. You know what I mean? I should stay in this just in case <laughs> this man dies while I still have some, some effort at the, at the uh, uh, primary. Yeah. Now, well, for, for, for a guy like Dean, Phil, I know nothing about him, by the way. I don't even know what he looks like, but I would bet he could say, with assuredness, hey, everybody who's going to vote for Joe Biden would also like 100% vote for me if I was the guy in that position until legacy media tells them not to for whatever reason. Okay, so so that's what I that's the assessment that I heard today about his entire campaign. Oh, you're a, you're he, a dean, bro. You're a dean, bro. You I heard <laughs> yeah, you, you That's what they're going to do. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But Oh God, the way that they fucked Bernie in the ass, and for him to be such a, a such Suppl- pathetic supplicant. Oh my God! Yeah, Th- that's the part. That's the part that should break the Bernie Bros. It's not that they fucked him in the ass and he was powerless. It's yeah. that he now come come by to like be like, oh yeah, I you know Trump is such a threat. I'll lick the boot. Give me, yeah. give me, give me some shit covered penis to suck. Like, or was he, or was he always on the dole as like you know controlled opposition? No, I don't buy any of that. I think no? I think you. Uh, no, nah, I don't buy any of that. He he. 
I don't think that you need to make controlled opposition out of politicians. They're power hungry people that believe they could do it better than anybody else. Mm. I mean, there's no denying that, but I, I, I'm just saying in the sense of like, if we're, if we're believing in the puppet man, it, it, I think there's a lane in which you create, you see an appetite for something. So you create the, uh, you create the, I don't know what you'd call it. You create the thing, the avatar that would feed that appetite. But the entire time you, you know, you have him under your thumb. Right. So like if there's, if there is a growing, if there is a desire for Medicare for all, here's the Medicare for all guy. He's not going to give you Medicare for all. I knew we got him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But it, but it, but it, it's like the Mueller report. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, everybody, half the country, half the voting public really hates this guy. We'll dangle the little bit of hope. And it was probably, you know, payola to some degree that it's like, hey, if Trump, if you step out of line, we'll just come down on you with this shit, turn it into Watergate and sweep you out of there, you know. Or if you play ball, we'll let you finish out your term, you know. But it's also feeds that, like, that hope that, like, oh, we're going to get him, you know. Um, sure. But I don't know. I mean, that's the thing is like, if you want to believe in stuff like that, it's with the, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you want, uh, to some degree, you, maybe you want to believe that there's people in control of everything because that, uh, that makes you feel better or that makes you feel like there is a, 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 a material enemy that's against you when really it's just the random conditions of, the way things are and it also makes and they probably like it you know the, the the whatever to the establishment to whatever degree that exists as a unit loves it because it makes them look extremely powerful anyway whatever i'm getting off the point here um i i just i yo vote please yo vote for a fucking third party like we can all do it you know like if 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 generally if the amount of people i think the voting public is around half of the country which is why it does it does kind of like annoy me when people paint things in the in in like the binary of like Democrat Republican or Trump Biden because it's like that's really like what percentage of the country is actually like that you know that would be compelled to vote for Trump thirty percent of it maybe less twenty five you know if it's half of half you know what I mean because uh, yeah. I guess the voting yeah. public is about fifty percent so then you split that down the middle so. Yo, all, all, all you, everyone can vote. You don't, you don't have to live under the two party system. You can vote for whoever you want. I, I hate the idea that, that we're stuck between these two people that, that nobody wants. Yo, just don't fucking vote for either of them. It's that simple. But I don't know. People, Listen, people, I don't know. Whatever. Don't tell my folks this. So can I uh, take us in a different direction? Please. Uh, are you familiar with Stella Blade? No, I'm not. Okay, so you know how the, the, there's a new scandal every week, and when you when you get the response scandal, meaning you're not getting the outrage, you're getting the uh, fuck you, you're getting the fuck you response to the outrage, and that can mean one of two things: that either your uh, media consumption is uh, poisoned by a virtue of being completely one-sided or the outrage is a complete fabrication 
and the people that you're looking at have been have been duped. So what I mean by this is there's a video game called Stella Blade. It's I think that's what it's called. It's it's uh, not out yet, but it's got like it's like a third person action RPG with uh, like a, a an anime esque girl with a really like tight butt is your character, mm-hmm. and these th- this part is at least confirmed that these uh, media outlets, uh, the video game ones, have preemptively started to condemn it and say. Oh, it's very retrograde. It's it's very, uh, you know, it's it's of a time that I thought we were past. What, like, why are these uh, protagonists so sexy? It's uh, it, and and obviously this is a ludicrous notion because when the when the uh, protagonists uh, or the playable characters or the NPCs in in uh, uh, Baldur's Gate three were kind of uh, lithe um bisexual men everybody yeah. was crazy about it and now that it's like you know like tight koreans uh we're supposed to be mad or something so so it's a ludicrous claim but i don't know if the outrage is like you know is it a couple websites that say because i saw the websites and it's true that they did say that but is it a couple websites or is this a phenomenon where they're going to try to run that game where they, you know, they, they kind of like uh, uh, half cancel something before it happens because, you know, they're on some uh, grand theft auto causes cancer, sort of whatever bullshit. Um, and I, I just, how ugly do you think the protagonists of video games have to be? Yeah. What's a sufficient level of ugly? Yeah, like what, what's your answer though? Like, do do you believe that they have to be like real pigs? Um, to me, it's more about the the character than I suppose what they look like. But I don't relate to the like anti sexiness. I don't know why. I don't because it's strange because it, you you will get it from both ends where it's like you know on one hand. There's like a body, quote unquote, positivity type thing on more of the like, if we're going to call that left, I don't even, I feel like we got to separate these terms, but whatever, let's call it the left uh, body positivity thing that resents like skinny people with revealing clothing and big boobs and butts. Uh, and then there's on the other end, it's there's like the Matt Walsh, like pornography is dismantling your brain. So you never start a family, that type of guy, too. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, and, and I've, I've been a bigger guy most of my life. I've never developed a resentment, uh, or like a, a hatred towards the people who are in shape or are able-bodied or are whatever. Like, I don't know where that comes from exactly. Uh, you know, you know, who has the healthy, I, I I've said it about myself here, but I really, I put it on my girlfriend. She has the healthiest brain on this where she really does not resent anybody. She just looks at, she has the very healthy mindset of looking at people that have accomplished something, whether that's like, you know, like a super tight body or, or money or whatever. And she just goes, Oh, so it is doable that, you you know what I mean? And that is the healthiest brain you could have towards other people's achievements. 
Yeah, yeah, it it really is, and 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 that that's such a good way to look at it, and it's also. I got because like being honest with myself, like I, you know, there is a, you know, like when we were hanging out with our, with our friend star David and he was cleaning up at the casino, there's just, there is that thing. Like there was just a thing inside of me where I'm like, Oh man, you know what I like? I can't help it. It's in there, but (laughs) that's true. Your, your girlfriend is correct. If he can do it, I can do it. And you know, and honestly, I, I say Shane Gillis always is like my main inspiration. It's like you can it's really it's a short amount of time that you can go from the bottom to the top, you know, and like I I think he did that through his talent, uh, but also a lot of it was circumstantial, too, you know, and that's sure. that that's inspiring to me because it's like, you know, twenty twenty three you know i won in a lot of ways but i also didn't win in some other areas and it's like doesn't matter yo like i'll you know maybe next maybe not even next year but maybe in two years you know maybe in three you know like that's that's got to give you When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. It's like the kids what? say, you just, you, you, you hit a lick. Sometimes you hit a lick and you got to, the only way to, the only way to win it, the only way to, to win is to be in the game. You know, um, should we do a that's phone? exactly right? Should well we do said. phone messages? Yeah. yeah, do it, do it. We gotta do a we gotta do some messages. Here. I'm, I'm actually, I, I am surprisingly lucid, uh, for 17 hours, including a ferry. Oh, god, are you going? Where are you going across the, the what are you, the the channel or the yeah. the, the the Bering Strait? Where from, from Dover to Calais. I don't I don't know where either of those places are. Uh all right, hang on. Here here's a message. Here's a phone message. Oh, what did your dad ever call you a fairy? A fairy? No. No. He wouldn't speak to me like that. He would Was just... there any was there ever any arguments in your home about your sexuality? <laughs> um I mean, I probably didn't bring a girlfriend home until I was twenty five. Maybe twenty four. Holy shit! What? 
yeah, so they they definitely had they definitely had some thoughts when you were like had a bunch of skinheads hanging out in your bedroom. Yeah. I well, yeah. I mean, when I was 20 when I was 19, 20, 21, yeah, it was me and a lot of guys in the basement. Uh yeah. N- nothing sexual, just watching mystery science theater, but uh yeah, I don't think I brought a woman home at all. <laughs> I I, was, I I think I was 24 when I brought my first girlfriend home. She was actually my second girlfriend, but she was the now, first one I brought now, Eric, home. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, listen, uh, you and I have very blessed lives now and sure. w- wouldn't wouldn't trade them for anything, but I'm just going to bring you back to being stoned with mm-hmm. the homies watching Mystery mm-hmm. Science in a basement. Yeah. Does it sound appealing? <laughs> 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 uh, not the stoned part, but they're yeah. I mean, hanging out with the bros, watching Mystery Science Theater, yeah, absolutely. Never really loses its appeal. <laughs> oh, it sounds great. You kidding? Uh, I have to go back. I have to go to New York in May for two weddings, and uh, I'll I'll make time for that. I mean, a lot of my friends have families and <laughs> and and careers now. But whatever, we'll carve out. We'll carve out a couple hours. Let's go. Uh, All right, hang on. I got a message. What was it? The bro respect of strange men. Jesus Christ! Everybody who does call you slurs their words. Yeah, that was the entirety of the message. I don't know. I don't know what to make. Holy of that. shit! Listen, everybody, continue the bit. Just bang our line if you're hammered. Uh, hang on, I got another one. Here's another message. Is this a recovery yeah. podcast? Congratulations, Mazatov, on your engagement, Eric. Thank you. Big up. Okay. All right. Well, that one is just congratulating me on nice. my engagement. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah, yeah that is a well the bit. That's that's a nice thing. Well, okay. People have gone the other way on the message thing. Because I, I would harp on, please don't make it three minutes long. Uh, you can go yeah. over ten seconds. You that may, I would say, I would say forty five seconds is the sweet spot. That's enough time for you to like get off what you need to get off and and tell tell a little shaggy dog story. Definitely keep slurring your words. Definitely keep you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe this is a recovery podcast. But 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 I want people to call us only when they're at their lowest point. Uh, yeah. What well, if we what if we got that? What if we got the Howard Stern, uh, serial killer call? Oh God! Yo, that stuff. That How kind of you... shit. Well, no. Th- what's worse to me is, do you ever hear when uh, uh, Howard Stern got the guy who was like about to jump off the bridge? No. Yeah, he got like the suit. I mean, we just get pre-recorded messages, which uh, speaking of which, everybody, if you want to call into the show and leave a message, uh, it's 720-805-9785. Give us a call. Leave us a message. Be on the show. Um, I I don't. Yeah, that that kind of stuff stresses me out. People can, you know, if people want to. Yeah, everybody. Here's the thing: If you want to admit to a crime, and then we have to this this the episode has to be used as evidence. Uh, 
Go for I, it. I, yeah, go for it. I mean, it. I mean, it'd probably be good for us. You know, um, might might get a little on. The, might be on the news or something like that. But uh, yeah, um, don't. I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> if you, if you're going through it, uh, contact a professional. I don't know. Suicide hotline. Yeah, I mean, although if you're going to leave a pre-recorded, don't make us your suicide note. That would be no. so, so grim, so so pathetic. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, don't, don't, do not do that. Uh, anyways. Um, Trump you don't even on want to Nikki talk Haley. About it you, feel like, you, you, feel like, you feel like talking about it is going to will it into existence. Correct. Trump, Trump on Nikki Haley. Where's her husband? Oh, he's away. What happened to her husband? What happened to her husband? Where is he? He's gone. Who <laughs> <laughs> I don't does she ha- I presume she has a husband. Where is he? Yeah, she's got a husband. Apparently she was cheating on him. That's the but it, it's I swear to God, once you get to a certain level, they just all the control or all the uh, oppo research in the world, they just drop the big ones. Like the, the the Kamala Harris being a prostitute doesn't doesn't bother a person. Not a single person is impacted by that. It's it, it's. I'm listen, everybody. I'm not trying to turn you against hookers. I'm I'm. This is a pro sex worker podcast. Whatever. Like all the bullshit that you're supposed to say in 2024. It still should strike everybody as crazy that she had a no show position for $200,000 uh because she was fucking a man it it should strike you as odd that that's how she began her political career instead instead everybody just goes well you got to start somewhere you know and it's like <laughs> <laughs> like we we really don't care we really don't care about these people no no i mean we're all just we're all just flag wavers at the end of the day uh we'll make excuse for our side and you know uh i mean i don't know maybe kamala is an inspiration of people listen with, go, uh, go get your phone fixed i know i know the times my phone is fine you know sort sort it my phone is fine it's got crack in it it's got no cracks it's got some crack chips it. maybe it's got a chip it's got oh, two small chips you can count the chips it's not good <laughs> It's two small ones. Multiple small chips. Ones. Everybody, uh, Patreon. Chips. You know, I'm impressed by that. There, that the Wi-Fi is really held up. Maybe we got to get out of here now. Uh, that was a, that it, was pretty seamless. It is crazy. It was 10 megabytes per second. I'm shocked that I can even hear you. Uh, also, that video game was called Stellar Blade. Apparently, not Stella Blade. I, I'm making it a fucking wine. Did you see that one? Fuck. There was an FPS. I saw one of the. Uh, fuck. What's it called? It's called like. It's an old FPS, an old DOS game called like, uh, it was on your YouTube, like, like slave, slave Uh, something. Uh, anyway, power slave, power slave. Yo, that game looks so sick. Yeah. I was thinking you and I should just do, it would take a long time to get any traction, but we just bullshit about this shit anyway. We should, we should just have a YouTube channel where it's not us. There's you never see us. It's just us talking over game clips and it's not like, it's not stream. It's not meant to be uh streaming Twitch yeah. style shit. It's just like, it's just game reviews, but, but you know, just two assholes talking. Uh, yeah. 
I, fe- I feel it could have a uh, minor success that we could direct back here. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I, I would like the idea of YouTube more if we didn't have to show our ugly faces. But uh, I was also thinking of just co-opting the worst possible timeline Twitch account so people can watch me play Skyrim and I'll uh, I'll have to like wear like, I don't know. Doesn't Everyone on Twitch I mean, has to have like a gimmick. You, you, like you have to just, like on Twitch, you have to like wear like a dildo on your head or something like that to, or like wear clown makeup or something. Yeah, there's uh, that one guy that I tune into every once in a while who just, dre- he paints his entire body green and acts like a frog <laughs> that's pretty good uh maybe yeah maybe i'll maybe i'll <laughs> wear like as, as far as bits go it could be worse maybe i'll wear one of those like halloween like devil costumes you know like the halloween store like just like a red jumpsuit i'll paint my face red and i'll get the little horns and like a pitchfork and i'll just sit there and play i'll just i'll just be like oh just unlocked a new shout poggers uh I don't yeah, know. Maybe make, that's I'm not, make no reference. Yeah, no reference. Um, damn, The Exorcist Three is a fifty nine percent score. That's too low. Uh, anyway, everybody, uh, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline uh, is where you go for bonus episodes. Uh, we will get at you soon. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now the podcast about nothing your favorite podcast's favorite podcast do you enjoy nothing (laughs) so do we why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts thank you